I've made over 8,400 cold calls and I can say wholeheartedly B2B buyers hate salespeople because they feel like they're being forced to make a decision and, and put on the spot right there and then. And I understand why, because a lot of the times the conversation feels more like an investigation or the buyer is already doing their own research on the product or service they're interested in. So B2B buyers hate salespeople for many reasons. I think they don't hate salespeople per se, but they do hate the tactics that come along with traditional sales and, and the way how traditional sales conducts and leads conversations. I think that is more the problem than anything else. Who likes receiving unsolicited calls? And I've talked to a lot of B2B buyers, especially in IT, like head of ITs, and they get around 5, 10, 15 unsolicited calls per day. And you'd be pissed too, getting so many unsolicited cold calls and not getting any work done. It's understandable. Another reason is most salespeople are more interested in making a sale than helping the buyer. It's, it's like that feeling of desperation that you can feel between the lines in, in the call, in, in the conversation. And also a lot of conversations are simply just seller-centric. Where's the buyer? Where's the buyer's interest? This is, is not that. Discovery call feels more like an interview than a consultation. But it should be a consultation. You as salesperson, you should be inclined to help and support your potential buyers and, and guide them and help them and consult them, even if they don't buy from you. And I recently had Nicholas Thicket on the podcast. And during our conversation, we came to the conclusion that sales as it stands right now is roughly 30 years behind. And why we brought up this thesis is, is very simple. Buyers buy differently than how sales is selling today. Buyers have changed the way they evaluate products, they evaluate vendors, they change the way they make decisions and make purchases altogether. But still sales is selling the way they've always sold without taking into account that changed buyer behavior. And the first thing that you can do as a sales manager is to help your salespeople change the way they are having conversations and change the way how they design their questions. That's the first kind of screw that you can turn that immediately will get you different and better results because the better your conversations are, the better your results will be. Now, the tricky thing is, of course, it doesn't happen overnight. It needs training. It needs coaching. And salespeople who have been trained on typical traditional sales methodologies will need to start thinking outside the box and, and step out of that mentality that traditional sales methodologies bring with them, which is completely natural. You will see immediate results when you change the way you're having conversations, but it takes time because people are creatures of habit and, and human beings are, are creatures of habit. And, but that's the good thing, right? So if you have a team who wants to try something different, who wants to experience new ways, who wants to apply new ways, then you've already won. You just need to encourage them and let them do things differently. And, and also there's one thing that, that I always find very interesting is that 
a lot of a lot is being spoken about sales needs to understand how buyers buy and that means learning about the buyer's journey the process what's important to the buyer and the the consent is when you understand these things you can tailor your sales approach to meet their needs and the funny thing is that i experienced from from our work from what we do most of the time when a sales organization thinks that they understand the buyer journey, they still haven't mapped that knowledge to how they lead conversations, to how they help and guide the buyer through that process. So we make a lot of assumptions in sales. And all, although we say we shouldn't make assumptions, we, we still do because we don't speak enough to our potential buyers. We talk to them, but we don't listen or very rarely do we do so. And there's one one quote that, that I don't know who said it, it is really stuck in my mind is selling more by selling less. And and I, re I really love that. So I think also in order to reestablish credibility, sales managers need to encourage and support their sales force to become a trusted advisor rather than a salesperson. I think once you are in a position of, of an advisor, you free yourself from the pressure that comes with being in sales. You free yourself from having to make a sale. You free yourself from maybe manipulative conversation tactics. And I'd rather have someone be a trusted advisor than a salesperson. And just think of the used car industry. Back in the days, CarMax has made the car salesman obsolete simply because that was the great resistance for car buyers. They didn't want to have to deal with sleazy salesmen. The biggest resistance for B2B buyers at the moment is the salesperson. Because everything else, I would say 95% of their buy cycle and their buying journey, that they, they just go on that by themselves. And if you provide a self-checkout, perfect. They, they do 100%. Just think of Amazon. If you love buying from Amazon and if you have Amazon Prime, you just buy that shit from Amazon. You get it the next day, maybe even the same day, and you don't worry about having to call someone just to get a fucking price, just to understand the terms and conditions. Now you just go there, you have social proof with the reviews, you do a little bit of online research, and you know that they deliver. And it's just convenient. I think convenience in the buying process is absolutely crucial for a buyer to have a frictionless experience. And if you can, as a sales organization, add additional convenience to the buyer, to the buying process, as a process per se, but also to the buyer as the person who initiates the buying process, the more convenience you can bring to the table the more likely that buyer is to go with you. So once you eradicate typical sales tactics and sales jargon, while at the same time you establish a new sales methodology that is mapped to the buyer and matches how buyers today buy, then you'll have a huge, absolutely huge competitive advantage in your market. And you will find that all of a sudden prospects will want to speak to your sales team because your sales team will have their best interest at heart. And sales cycle, you will see that. They will drastically reduce because 
now your salespeople understand and work in the best interest of their buyers. Who cares if they make a sale? If they make the buyer, the potential buyer happy, further down the line, long-term thinking, you establish your brand and your solution and your company as the leader in your market segment. Because once they have a great experience, and once the timing is right for them, they will come back and buy from you. Your business will also gain better top and bottom line results because that's just, that's just a result. Because buyers will realize that what your sales force is doing is different from your competitor and, and they will trust you more. Trust and credibility is so important. Now let's recap that a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning. Most B2B buyers hate salespeople. Not so much the salespeople per se, but the sales methodology, the sales tactics. And sales just doesn't seem to have their buyer's interest at heart. And, and buyers feel that. It's a person on the other side. You would feel if, if someone was just out there you know, trying to sell you something. Think back to the, the used car salesman. Nobody actually needs that. If you want to buy a car, you go buy a car. That's it. And, you know, buying processes in B2B have already become highly complex. And most buyers are proactively looking for solutions without the need for sales getting in touch. And once these buyers do get in touch with the vendor, the buyer is already, I would say, 85% through his buy cycle and just needs additional validation, maybe information about the implementation, the timeframes, and so on. So in effect, the buyer is prospecting the vendor. I've said that before. The buyer is prospecting the vendor. Who's the best fit for me? And that kind of self-centered, egocentric attitude of sales that oh, we need to prospect, we need to find the right buyer. And, and everybody who has that problem that we can solve, they need to buy from us. No, they don't. They don't. Less ego. Sell more by selling less. So what sales needs to do or should be doing is guide the buyer through all of the information that they've gathered helping the buyer make sense of the information, but also guide them, help them through their own buy cycle and uncover, let's say, hidden pitfalls and change prohibitors and internal politics, external politics and circumstances that could sabotage a deal. That's why it's important to really understand the buy side, to understand who is the real decision-making board, who is involved, what are their motivations and how can we design questions in such a way that in a non-intrusive way, we get all the information that we need to help the buyer maneuver through their buying process. And the, the few sales organizations that embrace these principles have shown an, a dramatic increase in, in their closing rate and a reduction in sales cycle. But at the same time, of course, the you know, higher customer lifetime value and, and also the quality of the referrals increased not because they get more referrals which of course they do if if they put themselves in a neutral advisory position but also the quality of these referrals increase because what does that mean that means that the customer the, the buyer fully understands the value proposition fully understands what the vendor is all about their values the mission their solution of course and the better you communicate with your buyer, the better they understand where you're coming from. And the more satisfied they are, the more likely they are to recommend you.
Thank you for listening to the Sales Nation podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to honeycombagency.co.uk. If you loved this episode, head over to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you.